Yo, 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 yo. What is up? This is the Dream Hustle Records podcast with your boy Sauce God, the kid. Yo, appreciate y'all locking in with me. I know it's been a while, but we right back like we left our mask at the house. <laughs> Feel me? So, yo, um, man, so much has been going on. So much has been going on, but, you know, we got to stay true to what it is that we do. Um, which is talk about music, talk about life, uh, talk about business, talk about success. And I really want to uh, you know, talk about a lot of the activism and things that are going on right now in the nation and around the world with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um and really just like debunk the myth of black people being racist. Um, So yeah, let's start there first. Black people being racist. That's impossible. It's impossible for a black person to be racist because we have no, no system to oppress you with. We have no, no, no government that's, that's been built off of, the, the backsides of your ancestors for 400 years to systemically deny you endless amounts of opportunity. Uh, we, we have no, no government. We have no, no power. We have no control. Um, we don't, we barely even have representation. How, how many black, let me, let me go there really quick. How many black senators do you think there are? I'll wait. Why you go ask Alexa and Siri? There's three black senators out of 100. How many House of Representatives do you think we have? Yes, this is a history lesson today. Out of 450 plus some uh, House of Representatives, we have about 56. So a little bit numbers in the house. But I say all of that to say black people can't be racist. It's impossible. Impossible. Unless you lived in a black sovereign nation that had all black forefathers that owned white slaves and that built an entire system of oppression and systemic racism to keep you and your people down then yes then okay yep black people can be racist but since that's not the times that we're in black folks therefore cannot be racist because racism is all about power now some black people may be prejudiced when i say prejudice i mean like they say oh i hate white people or i hate asian people or i hate these type of people blase blase right um that's prejudice but there's a difference between being racist and prejudice when you're racist you know that you have power i.e separate but equal Mm, really was separate and trash that's racism um
Karen calling the police on the, the black bird watcher. That's racist. Uh, white, white dudes running down um, my man's mom, Aubrey, and Ahmed Aubrey, and, and shooting him while he was jogging. That's racist. All right. Um, and then we have police brutality on top of that. All right. And do you guys know what? Where the police stemmed from? Where they came from? And it wasn't because crime. Let's let's start there. Because that's what they hide under now. But when they first got started, it, it, it that's not what they. That's not what they did. Like for instance, like if someone starts out playing basketball, right, and then they go to the NBA, and then a hundred years from now, or. 300, 400, 500 years later, the NBA becomes the NFL. It's like, hey, you totally don't do what you used to do. The police actually started out as slave catchers. Slave catchers. Yes. Protect and serve my ass. More like go get and serve. So why do we have them now? Well, because we still have the 13th Amendment. We still have modern day slavery, right? Where a man can go and or a woman can go and work for any of these Fortune 500 companies in their little factories. So that way on their their product, it says made in America when really it was made by inmate 0134597-02. And they've been making computer chips for uh, the last 15 years in your factory, and you've been paying them all of a dollar and 37 cents per hour to make a $1,000 computer chip. And then when that same inmate gets out of jail, uh, they get out of prison, you know, they've, I mean, they're pretty much damn near an engineer, but they can't use that skill, nor can they use those 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 years of of servitude that they've put into this modern day jail system they can't use none of that because they they have they have class one felonies and class two felonies on their record even though they're more more than qualified to be able to do the job see that's called that's called modern day slavery in full effect and and that's why we really need to abolish the police like point blank we need to abolish I'm just talking about like the regular cops need to get rid of them like what 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 are we doing people what what are we doing how many more people need to continue to die at the hands of police. Like, I'm going to put racism to the side because I know it's a touchy subject and you may feel bothered or uncomfortable by it, even though I feel like it's my job to make you bothered and uncomfortable. So that way you actually get off your ass, you use your privilege, you use your vote, you use your dollars, you use your voice to actually make a change in this world for the better. So back to police brutality and why we need to defund the police and get rid of the police altogether is because... He no longer have slaves. Hello? We no longer have slaves. And a lot of those prisons out there, those are private prisons. 
right? So, so really, what we're doing with those private prisons and by having slave catchers out there in black and blue with badges on, right? Really, what we're doing is using our tax dollars to stock, fill, and supply these modern-day slave plantations called private prisons. That's what we're doing. Go out, go get them, go lock them up. That's what we're doing. This is America. I don't know if y'all heard that or not, but somebody's letting off some some fireworks. Fourth of July. Independence Day. Free my brothers and sisters in jail. How about that? Free my brothers and sisters with no nonviolent crimes. How about that? Free on my brothers and sisters who already served over 10 years of their life. I, I believe unless you kill, unless you rape, or unless you molest someone, or assault someone, depending on the degree of the assault. I believe that those prison sentences, no, no prison sentence should be more than 10 years. No prison sentence should be more than 10 years. Do you know how long 10 years is? 10 years of your life gone. Over what, a, a bank robbery, a kidnapping, something bad happened. Now, if somebody, if you kill somebody, okay, yeah. Give them life or the death penalty, sure. If you rape someone or molest them, life in prison. Yep, bye. Um, But all this other bullshit, people in jail 20, 30, 40 years, we're talking about people's lives. Speaking of lives, that was a great segue there. Um, Black Lives Matter. I mean, that's a thing, right? Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I could tell the term like really like bothers people. Black Lives Matter. Um, to be honest with you, lately, I haven't even been on the whole Black Lives Matter. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm a huge advocate and supporter and promoter of the movement. Uh, but more so than ever, I've been on power to the people. That's been my new, my new ish, power to the people. Because right now the government has power and the government is exercising that power. Um... Don't believe me? Okay. 
Try and go somewhere without your mask. That's the government exercising their power. And I'm not even saying that masks aren't safe. I'm not saying that they should not be used. We're we're treading some very choppy waters when the government tells us what to wear on our faces, when we can go out and can't go out, who we should like and who we shouldn't like. Like, we have to really sit back and reevaluate what's important, what's not important, what's worth having a conversation over, and what's actually worth fighting for change. You know, I posted the other day, so I'm going to say it again. There's, there's no justice. There's just us. Man, I, I wish you could feel that the way I feel that in my, in my heart. Like it's, it's just us. And, uh, we all we got. And we have to do a better job of taking care of each other. Um, yeah. Uh, I've been listening to Jane Elliott and... She just hits it on every point. One of the things she said was racism isn't black person's problem. It's a white people problem. Because white people are the one that are able to exercise and use it over other individuals. And until white people get upset and you know say no longer we're going to have this or do this, then... Racism is going to still exist. And that's why I've been telling a lot of my friends um, and people that I personally know that have been going on marches and protesting and all this. I tell them, like, it ain't nothing going to change. Ain't nothing going to change. Think about what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was protesting for what he was marching for, what he stood for. A lot of people say, oh, he was fighting and marching for, drum roll please, civil rights. Oh, like that's how they teach us, right? They even, in schools, oh, Dr. King, he was fighting, marching for civil rights. Yes, civil rights. No, he wasn't. He wasn't fighting and marching for civil rights. He was fighting and right. He was fighting and marching and protesting for equality. Not not just for one right, but for all of the rights. He he was fighting for peace from the oppressor. And see, that's that's the thing when you've done something backwards or you do something negatively, you have to have two positives 
just to overcome that one negative. It's like when you when you eat a bacon cheeseburger before you go to the gym. Hey, now not only are we doing leg day, but we're also going to do some cardio. Right? And until America until America acknowledges asks for repentance gives reparations and tax exemption she will always and will continue to have this race problem with black America That's just the truth of it. And that's why I keep telling people, ain't nothing going to change. Are there still police? Are there still police? Are there still police? Yes, that means that they still going to go out there and they still going to shoot and kill niggas. That's what it means. That's what it means. They still going to be out there and they still going to shoot and kill us. George Floyd, rest in peace. Killed. Modern day lynching. Eight minutes, 40 seconds by an officer. All of y'all already know all the stories. Y'all have seen the videos multiple times. And, you know, we keep watching and playing these videos. And all we're doing is continuing to desensitize ourselves to the fact that that's a black man. And that's a black human life that is now no longer with us. Because we're just so used to it. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, we'll just keep saying George Floyd until... DeAndre, Dion Robinson, or um, Rashard Brooks, or whoever. Just keep. We can keep going. Name after name, hashtag after hashtag. We just go from one to another. From Trayvon Martin to Tamir Rice. Just keep Mike Brown. We just keep going. Sandra Bland. Uh, Elijah McCann. It's not going to change. It's not going to change. There's so many. There's so many. Philando Castile. There's so many. That we don't even have time to learn their names properly and correctly. We don't even have time to fully even figure out who they were or what they were all about because somebody else gets shot and killed. And then people be feeling guilty. Oh, man, I just wish I... You know, this person would have had their... No, I just wish that nobody would get shot and killed. Like, I don't don't understand why that's such a foreign concept or why that seems to be so hard for people to grasp and understand in this country. Like, hey, Sherlock, there's other countries around the world, right, where the police officers whose job is to protect and serve, protect my life, serve my life, not serve me my life, right? So the countries that have zero deaths, like it's, you know, hey, guys, we went the whole year. Nobody was killed. Like. That could be a thing here in America. But. Socially, America is a third world country. And that's why it's no longer good enough not to just 
no longer well at least I'm not racist I'm I'm just I'm a non-racist I've got I talked to my one that one black co-worker I can't call him my friend because to be honest I don't even know his middle name or when his birthday is if you don't know a black person's middle name or their birthday they're really not your friend or you're really not their friend newsflash You know the the racists are out, they're out and about, and they're 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 raising the bar. So I just raised the bar on what it means to have a black friend. You're welcome. If you don't know their middle name and you don't know their birthday, and if they can go the whole year without inviting you over to their house for a barbecue or a cookout, either or, or a Sunday dinner, you're not their friend. I'm just letting you know. The, the the we we're raising the bar here in 2020, right? Because um, this is the thing. They're they're wearing cameras and they don't care. They don't care. They're all on the news, all on the internet, on the newspapers. They don't care and that's why it's no longer good enough just to be non-racist you need to be anti-racist how many how many marches did you go and march and protest how many of your congressmen did you call and write letters to how many black businesses have you supported in the last week huh need to be anti-racist and if you're not anti-racist then we just ain't riding with you like that anymore because again they ain't stopping Trump was just posted a just tweeted a video of somebody saying white power are you kidding me? They throwing it all in our face. Oh, and don't think that your so-called black friends aren't watching you, whether it's on social media or in person or whatever, or reading the things that you're posting, you're talking about. They're definitely paying attention. I promise you. Why silence is violence. Why silence brings white by white violence. When people talk about black on black crime. Here's a stat for you. Um, 85% of white people are, that are killed throughout the year are, are murdered and killed by another 85% that are white. Just a, just a stat for you there. So don't want to hear the, the black on black crime bullshit. So, look, people, here's the deal. Black America, we have to go on a boycott. Dr. King was able to boycott the Montgomery bus system 
for 381 days. That's what it took to rattle the state government to get the federal government to finally come in and do what was necessary. The scary thing, though, is right now, I would say we have a white supremacist in office. So him signing anything in our favor probably most likely is not going to happen. Now, I will say this because in every storm, there's always a silver lining. And this is what I really do appreciate 45 for. I'm going to definitely say this and I want y'all to grab hold of this and take it to heart. Let's be honest. A lot of us got comfortable when Barack and Michelle came to office. Let's be honest. We got comfortable. It was like, man, we done did it. We done did it. We here. Promised land. Change we can believe in. Yes, we can. Let's go. Like, we, we just, we felt like we we're on cloud nine. We don't got to do no more work. Like, we won. All the while. All the while. White folks who thought they were prejudiced but were really racist were saying and thinking to themselves, man, this, I hate this, this sucks, this is, what, what, what is this? Oh, no. Even though Barack and Michelle never did nothing wrong, perfect exemplary leaders. Like if your son grew up to be like Barack Obama, and I'm not even say president, I'm not even gonna say senator. He grew up to be a community organizer. Pretty sure you'd be happy with that. Um, if your daughter grew up mm, to help run hospitals, mm, I, I think you'd be okay with that. So when they got in office, we got comfortable. We got lax. We stopped pushing the black agenda. We stopped caring. Then came Karen. Four years turned to eight. Eight years turned into we're no longer in the, the White House. Election gets taken and stolen, bought and paid for by Trump. And guess what? If we don't do something about it come November, if we don't vote, we're going to have four more years of this bullshit. And let's say that we win. Let's say Trump's out of office. Okay. Damage has still been done. That ain't going to bring Breonna Taylor back. That ain't going to bring George Floyd back. And I knew all this. I, I knew a lot of this was coming, believe it or not. Follow the money. When they came out with the budgets, what was the only increase that they did made an increase in? Uh, military got an additional 3% increase. Yep, that goes to police funding too. Which is another reason why we should get rid of the police. Because, in my opinion, if you're going to be a police officer, you need to be trained like a soldier. See, soldiers, they go out on the streets and they're, 
To be honest with you, they're ready to die. They're at peace with it. Police officers, they, hmm, they scared to die. They don't want to die. They want to they get their favorite, favorite line. Oh, I just want to get home. I just want to get home. I think need to abolish and get rid of the police. Send that money back into Title I schools and high-risk communities to minorities. Pay blacks reparations. Make us tax-exempt. You can even give us you know, some land, too, while we're at it. We'll take Wyoming, South Dakota, and Puerto Rico. Every black black family, every black family that files taxes as head of household, they get an acre of land. However much that is, you figure it out. But, uh, Black Lives Matter, no justice, no peace, no racist police. Rest in peace to anyone who's ever lost their life to the hands of a public civil servant. Prayers and wishes condolences to those of you that had friends and family that you've lost because of a public civil servant. This is the Dream Hustle Podcast. It's your boy, South Scott, the kid. I'm out.